Welcome to the Myth Taken Podcast. I'm Amanda. I'm Dan. Yeah. So, Myth Taken is actually coming up on its anniversary. Um, how? What? Three years? Three year anniversary? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. I mean, we don't have a whole lot of episodes, but yeah, we've gone into all that. But anyway, yay. Happy almost three year podcast anniversary Ooh. so yeah today I thought we would talk about a cryptid um, from the great state of Tennessee 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 um, so this creature uh, okay uh, it's a little, mm, what am I trying to say? So the cryptid that I'm going to talk about <laughs> is called the white screamer or the white bluffs screamer. Okay. Um, while we're talking about this, some of it like kind of sounds like a different creature, but this is all like what I found when trying to find this specific cryptid so um that'll become pretty obvious as we get into this so the white bluffs screamer is from white bluff tennessee hence the name okay um which is really close to montgomery bell state park um that this whole area was um, a pretty active place during the Civil War. Um, some Union armies camped out around there. They did iron forging. They built a town. And then you have this Montgomery Bell State Park. It's also interesting to note that during that war, um, right through the park, I believe, there was a railroad that they used for um, getting munitions and stuff back and forth for the war. So I was like, oh, that's really interesting. That is pretty interesting. Yeah. So, and the train does get into some of the folklore slash sightings. Again, my folklore and sightings areas on my little thing here. Is it a ghost train? Blurred. Oh, that, no, yes. <laughs> Does that answer? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> like, does a train show up in the in the mist? People are like, "Oh, I'm gonna get a ride," and they're like, "If you want to ride forever, <laughs> no ticket." I mean, you don't need a ticket for the ghost train. Once you get on, you're. I was just making a. Yeah, I know what you were doing. Yeah, that's my joke. <laughs> okay, so I'm just gonna start. In and I'm gonna well I'm gonna start with I guess a bit of maybe folklore. Um, so this is around 1860s. We think um, around Werewolf Springs. Nice name. A circus train passing through lost some animals while they were making a routine stop like a it was like a jailbreak for the animals a lot of them got out they were around most of them up except for well some things i read said one 
they couldn't restrain or catch, so they left it. But another thing I read said that it was actually two. Don't know the number, one or two. But there were two creatures that couldn't be caught, couldn't be restrained. And the folklore is that you can hear its scream only at certain times in the night. (laughs) Um, So they are thinking that this might have been like 1860s when the train derailed. Um, But then other people are like, well, you know, those tracks were only used like for blah, blah, blah. It wasn't really used for that use. So I don't know about that, but there that is. Anyway, so... A track will train. (laughs) A track will train. Or a train will track. So you have that. And then it said a few years later, so a few years after 1860, whatever few years. 1950. (laughs) 1950. Oh, no. So a few years later, there's a story of a landowner. And why? No name given. And a hired hand. They're traveling in a wagon near where Highway 47 today runs, I believe, heading toward Burns near the Harpeth River. Harpeth. The Harpeth. Harpeth River. I know. We got Werewolf Springs. We got Harpeth River. Interesting. Interesting names. Um, so they're, they're in this wagon. They're traveling, and they just feel like this creature is stalking them. They see it. They're like, oh, what's that? Like, so they try to go faster and faster to get away from it. But it just, it keeps up with them. Like, they can't get away that way. So their next move is to stop the wagon, mm-hmm. abandon it, and each of them run in different directions. Okay. Only <laughs> one person's going to get eaten by this thing. Yeah, and so that happened to be, of course, the hired hand and not the landowner. Sure. The, the creature went after the help, and the landowner heard a horrific scream, like just like animalistic scream. This and sounds like they killed the help and then blamed it on a... Hey, 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 it was the white screamer. Okay. <laughs> mm. um, and please from from the man... But that man was never found again. So that happened. And now, dun, 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 they form a posse. A posse is formed in one of the towns. Posse. A posse. And they, they form. They're going to hunt this beast. Like, yes, we're going to get it. <laughs> Torches and everything. So their, their big plan is they go where it, it stalks, where it roams. A castle. Mm-hmm. Naturally. And they're, they leave a goat in a clearing. It does not wish <laughs> to be fed. <laughs> they leave a goat in a clearing, and they all back away from the goat and wait. Was a goat chained to anything? I mean, like, I imagine they probably tied it down somehow. Yeah. See, I've seen Jurassic Park. <laughs> Wild things do not, do not want to be fed. They want to hunt. <laughs> well, eventually... The, a Sasquatch-like creature heads for it, and they all start firing their guns. And then the article I'm I'm reading. This was still in the 1800s. Yes. Yeah. None of those guns shot very far or straight. So the 
pretty much. They're like a bunch of stormtroopers out there. I don't even know how people caught things. Pew, 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 pew. Um, yeah. So the article I'm reading said that, you know, they shoot, shoot, shoot. And then they light their lanterns to see if they hit it. To see if it was dead. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So that's funny. Um, the creature. Well, they couldn't sit there with their lanterns on because they would be seen. True. And the the beast would totally like it'd be a dead giveaway. But now you have a bunch of people fumbling around with flints and stuff like that, trying to get an old like kerosene lantern. (laughs) (laughs) So once they got them lit, they discovered that the creature, the goat and two of their posse are gone. So the next move in this little tale is that a, a big hunter, like hunting man, he's like, I'm going to go get this beast now. Y'all had your fun. Did he eat? Hmm? Was his name Gaston? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. And no. Um, so he goes to a cabin and he's going to spend like three nights there and he's just going to try to hunt this creature. Well, the first two nights, nothing happens. But of course, on the last night. Things happen. Twelve dozen eggs. <laughs> After he ate his eggs, <laughs> he started hearing howls. Howls and howls and howls. So he he's firing shots out of the window, but this animal's like, the f- you firing at me? I'm just going to break through your door now. Um, so while the animal's like charging towards the house or whatever, the hunter manages to get up in the rafters so that when it comes through the door... He could fire on it from the rafters. I imagine this creature has jumping abilities. Probably we can Air Jordan its way up to wherever <laughs> that guy is with some like super hang time. Just Maybe those shoes that you pump, pump them up. Remember Reebok, those? Reebok pumps? Yes. Yeah, I had those. <laughs> they were sick. Um, so he's firing at it. The beast is like jumping for him, trying to get him. He's only got two two bullets left and his his luck's on his side because the sun rises and the beast flees. He's saved. He only had two bullets. So, so he's firing all these shots and then sure. he gets down to two bullets. Well, but this two is still in the shots. 1800s, right? What, well, whatever. I'm not a gun expert. Bullets, shots. Is this a musket? Two, Mus- a musket? Two, like, is he? He's only got two rounds. Okay. Okay. In his hand. Wherever his it is, yes. <laughs> Can you imagine this is like the ones that you have to like pack down with the powder? And <laughs> that would not really work out well. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's that story. Take it as you will. It doesn't scream white screamer to me. It seems more of like a a werewolf or other like large stalkery creature. But that was mixed in with all of this white screamer stuff. So who knows? There's a little caveat or a little side note to this. And that is a man by the name of Sam Brown. I found this in an article on the Tennessean. Um, He worked at this park, Montgomery Bell Park for over 20 years Um, must have been 100 years. (laughs) 
So he says when he was like a kid in the scouts, he found the cabin. And then later on, and that he, like, man was still hanging from the rafters. <laughs> later on, he found the cabin again. And of course, it was all like caved in and decrepit and stuff. But interesting. After a 20 little, years? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's just what this article said. Er, he oh wait, found no, it. So he, he found it when he was a kid in the scouts. And yeah. then he found it again. When he was when older. He, older he worked been, at the park for 20 years. So okay. That's where you get that. So maybe like an old retired guy who's been working. So it could have been like 50 years maybe. Yeah, but I mean, this is like more recent. So if that cabin was there in the 1860s, it's still there. What? late 1990s or early 2000s like do, do cabins last that long i mean it, i don't know is tennessee dry uh, i've only been there once so i'm not sure it was kind of dry when i was there i think tennessee. you've been to tennessee tennessee memphis oh Nashville. right um yeah, so, but there's a name, Sam Brown, and a lot of the times there's no names, so I was really excited that there was actually a name given. Sam Brown. Sam and, Brown. Uh, wait, was he the guy that found the cabin? Yeah. Oh. So, he wasn't like a witness or anything, because he, he found the, the cabin in the 90s. It, in the, more recently than the 1860s, yes. Okay, I don't so know when he found the cabin. He had just heard the story of the cabin when he was a scout. And then probably as an adult, he found the cabin Well, again. he said he found the cabin when he was a scout too. Yeah, that's so what I said. You just said he heard the story of it. Okay. <laughs> heard, uh, I'm, 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 I'm just saying, like he, so he was a scout. They're, you know, doing scout camping things up in the mountains as scouts do and they're scouts you know, will scout. they had a you know a, a fireside tales or something like um a midnight society-esque uh tales <laughs> were of the, the scouts that cool because i don't know midnight society is pretty cool when i was in the scouts and we did like we below camp or something like that and we stayed in these Adirondacks. Is, are those the ones that have the open side? I think so, yep. And mm-hmm. uh, we stayed in some of those, which I was not terribly into because it was cold. Yeah. And uh, there was no lights, and it was up in the mountain. And I'm pretty sure I saw Bigfoot. It could have been my dad, though, because he was trying to find a camp and ended up he, he ended up sleeping <laughs> in the car because he got there late. But So you either saw Bigfoot or your dad. Yeah, it was dark. <laughs> and I saw something cruising through through the trees um but i'm pretty sure it was a big foot not my dad I didn't did you ever ask your morning. dad about that he doesn't know it was dark okay. <laughs> you have a cat behind you <laughs> she's gonna get you okay so my next story and i don't have a date for this one but I, i'm pretty sure it's it happened more recently than 1860. Um, it happened on Taylortown Road, which I didn't look at a map recently, but when I typed this out, I'm pretty sure that's got to be around this area somewhere. What is this area? In Tennessee, around okay. White Bluff. White Bluff. In Montgomery Bell Park. Okay. And Dixon? Dixon. So they're all in the same region. 
Yeah. Okay. Okay. So a man went hunting and he shot and killed a buck and started to dress said buck, right? Um, so while he's doing it, he like just puts the guts in a wash tub near the it's woods. It's called dressing? Yeah. Shouldn't it be called like undressing? Uh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> they call it dressing. Mm. I don't like I'm that. I'm not a big hunter. Um, I don't know if you knew that about me or not. But I shot an animal. No. So, you know, he just left the guts there. Like, I'll deal with that later. And he decided to go sit on his porch and play his guitar. I can dig. And um, he's got his dogs penned up behind the house. He begins to feel a little uneasy. Like, I don't know. You just get a feeling sometimes. And then he realized that, you know, he's the only one making sound. There's no more. There's no sounds from anywhere else. No dog. No dog sound. No, but then his dogs come running from around the back of the house, even though he had, you know, he had them penned up. So, but they come running around. They were afraid. Mm-hmm. Um, he looked where they came from and saw a tall creature in the street light. So there's some, we're at a time period where there's street lights. All right. We're in the 1900s. <laughs> um, tall as a basketball goal. That's in quotes. With white stringy hair, the thing started screaming and saw him. The man froze in fear, but he managed to get to the door and get inside. Um, so he gets inside, he's trying to close his door, he hears hooves on his porch, and just as he gets his door closed, claws are raking at it, which were almost human looking. I'm making gestures, but you can't human-looking claws. Human-looking. So human-looking was it claws. hooved in the other? No. in the other story. They didn't okay. mention hooves in the other story. Hmm. Yeah, I know. This is all kind of crazy. The eyes were red. The man's family did not hear the screams, so he's got a sleeping family in there. They didn't hear anything. Um, but he stayed up all night because that creature was on his porch all night. The next morning, he goes out there and his screens are ripped. There are hoof prints. And? <laughs> and? Uh, you, you'll appreciate, I don't know if you'll appreciate this, but there was a slimy substance on his guitar. Poor guitar. So just like. His guitar got slimed. Drooled on it? Or like, <laughs> Maybe. is this like. Some kind of like ectoplasm? Like, is it a ghost monster? That's a very good question. Ooh. <laughs> and the deer was gone. So the deer that he had been dressing, gone. The wash tub that was in the room, the the woods, sorry, was completely clean of all the blood and guts he had put in there. The dog pen was ripped apart. That's what he woke up to. I really hope his dogs got inside. (laughs) It doesn't say. (laughs) Poor dogs. All right, Biff and Bart, you just take care of him. I'm going inside. (laughs) Come for your sails. Run. Monster probably is like, oh, you poor dogs. He just left you to die. You can come live with me. Monster just started screaming at him. I imagine it had like a high-pitched scream. Like in Harry and the Hendersons or something. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, 
Um, now we're going to go back to, I don't know, I guess we're going to go back to 1920s now. This is a bit of folklore. I do have one other, like, so sighting tale. So, this yeah. was ahead. I'm pretty sure that it didn't have a date, but there are streetlights, so it's got to be, maybe. I mean. I don't know. I have no idea. Probably streetlights in the 1920s. Probably in some, I mean, not in rural areas. But I mean, this, I feel like this is a rural area. I don't like that word. It's so hard to say. If you can say ours, it's not hey. difficult. Hey, throw in some shade. <laughs> hmm. So, 1920s. This is folklore. It's not really exciting. We don't, like, don't really know how true or not it is. It's just the, the story. The settler. There's a settler. He builds a cabin in an isolated area close to town. In the Probably, 1920s? People yeah. were settling in the 1920s? That's what it said. <laughs> okay. I mean, this is Tennessee, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, I've called this America. A f- so his family, so it's him, his wife, and seven kids. Mm-hmm. They hear high-pitched screams every night. So this settler man goes to hunt the source in the forest with his dogs and a rifle. The dogs ran off and then returned afraid. Kind of like that further story there. Mm. Um, so the man keeps going, climbs the hill, and at the top he, um, he hears a screaming again. But now it's coming from his cabin. So now he has two kids. So he goes back and he finds his mangled family. They are gone. They are torn to pieces. That's a really sad story. <laughs> um, there's another article I read that when he goes back to find his family, he also sees a quote, female type figure in a white mist. So. With seven things. No. This was just like a, a, a really like bad version of seven brides for seven brothers. Oh, God. But don't. it was seven <laughs> monsters for seven humans or something. I, so, and then there are other stories that when when people see this white mist like touch the ground, it will actually burn the grass, which is kind of a weird detail, but a detail nonetheless. Acid mist. Um, White Bluffs historian Tony England. Here's another name for you. Sounds like a vampire made up name. (laughs) What is that vampire made up name, Dan? Hello, I'm Tony England. I'm a regular old American. (laughs) Tony England here. <laughs> I should have named myself Tony America. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so Tony England, the unofficial historian of White Bluff, tells the story and um, he says he knows where the house is still standing and that it is caved in. So from what we've talked about so far, there are two different cabins and they're both caved in. <laughs> so the creature leaves behind such an aura that it just brings buildings down. Also, I think Tony England, his name, mm-hmm. is probably the creature. <laughs> He's just now 
a regular old Joe or a regular old Tony, <laughs> um, you know, just coming up with history. I didn't, I didn't tear the house down or eat his family. <laughs> but I heard tell <laughs> about a thing that did. <laughs> oh, it's not Tony England. We can't say that. That person could be alive still. I don't really know. Um, so my last sighting, 1983. Now, if there's been sightings since 1983, and I hope there have been because it's always fun. Um, I don't know about them, but here we go. 1983 Turnbull. Also, I don't know how this sighting ties in to the others. It's really weird because it doesn't seem like White Screamer at all. But here we are. There's a couple, and they go fishing with a bucket of minnows and crawdads. 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 So they're using the crawdads to catch the fish. I believe so. Okay. So Unimportant they... Unimportant to <laughs> anything. Well, that was a very important detail. Just curious. They usually will try a spot, and if nothing happens, then they'll go further down the creek. And they'll just keep, you know... Doing that. If they don't get anything, they keep going further. They went pretty far down because they weren't having any luck. Mm -hmm. And it started to get dark. The man was about to pull in a fish, but the hook broke off and tangled the line. So he wanted to untangle it in the water. He went under the water a couple times, but then he didn't come back up. Wow. Mm-hmm. That is all I have there. And again, I have no idea how that ties into the White Bluff Screamer. It just seems like a tragic story. <laughs> was it a man and his wife, did you say? It was a man and his wife. There was no screams. There was no mist. There there was not even a werewolf-like creature with hooves. So, I don't know why that's there. but mm, Someone just know. mentioned it. Maybe it was this. <laughs> so... From from everything, you're, you know, the question is, is this wife bluff screamer a banshee-like creature, an apparition, white misty lady? There's an article that actually calls it La Llorona, which I'm like, I don't think, I don't know, no. Probably pronounced Llorona. La Llorona. Um, um, but I'm pretty sure, like, no, we haven't done her yet. But I'm pretty sure she's not in Tennessee. Maybe she is, but... Um, I don't imagine a hoofed creature being in the water either. Yeah, and that's also... I can imagine white misty stuff, but then that doesn't even mention that there's white mist on that last tail. So, I don't know. Is it a banshee? Is it a cryptid? Some described it looking like a rake with a long oblongy head and really, really large mouth. A rake is another creature that we haven't actually discussed, I don't think. (laughs) But then another thing said that it looked like a alpaca slash white beast that walked on all fours, six feet tall, with the face of a camel. <laughs> <laughs> this thing's all over the board, and I don't know if they're going for banshee or werewolf or weird alpaca camel. 
the the alpaca just seems funny to me because it's okay so it's is it is it have like an extra long neck and just like a regular sized alpaca body but like human humanoid looking arms so it has like hooved hind legs still walks on all fours but has humanoid looking arms with I mean, I guess, I guess if it was an alpaca creature, there that's where the hooves would come in. Yeah. Or if, like, it's like an alpaca meets kangaroo, but with a camel face. <laughs> and this is just some super unfortunate, like, science experiment with long hair. <laughs> I did and put it's in... it's not mist. It's just, like, it's spitting everywhere. Oh, I did put it in parentheses that alpacas can produce high-pitched screams. So I've seen it. I've seen maybe things. it's an alpaca mist creature. <laughs> Just, okay. Are those? Yeah, I guess there's there's those videos of goats screaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I've seen an alpaca do it too. Which well, they probably do. It's pretty hilarious. Um. And I guess my last little note there is that, like, when it talked about the creatures escaping from the circus car, um, they called them, like, the creatures that escaped the werewolves of Borneo. I don't know if that has any connection to any of this. Did you look up what a werewolf of Borneo looks like? I didn't. Oh. I know. Are they, like, manpacas? Maybe. Like an alpaca human. Do you want me to look it up? Yeah. Wolf of Borneo. Werewolf of Borneo. Um, So so it doesn't look like a werewolf of Borneo. No, nothing. I can't. Nothing really pulls up for that. So. Okay. Interesting term. Anyway. So there is a book called Haunted Tennessee by Alan Brown that I believe mentioned the white screamer or white bluff screamer. And there's also a book called Nashville Haunted Handbook by Jeff Morris, Donna Marsh, and Garrett Merck um, that also goes into some of the legends surrounding this cryptid. The sites I got all of my stuff from are the Southern Spirit org, only in your state.com, American the Tennessean.com, a couple, couple from there, cryptids.fandom.com, and werewolves.com. I think I had that last time too. Werewolf.com. Werewolves. I just Google stuff. I just hmm. Google things. That's cool. Um, so, yeah, that was the White Screamer. Do you. Want to give your Yeti score? Mm. I'm, you know, I'm just going to go with like three Yetis. It's not a, it's not a Sasquatchy like thing. And I just, I feel like there's not a lot of vidility, but there's, the stories are lacking. <laughs> um, Yeah. So I'm going to give it three Yetis. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think that's fair. It's, it's kind of all over the board. It, it doesn't know what, what shape it wants to be really. It Like, is it an apparition or is it a more physical thing? Like, it's really hard to tell from the stories that I found about it. So, yeah, I would, I would give it 
maybe a four just because things can be vague sometimes. And I don't know. I always like thinking that some of these stories aren't entirely false. <laughs> yeah. I heard of this thing. I'm going to blame everything on it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Some of those stories are pretty, pretty tragic, though. Anyway, that I think is it. Do you have any any final thoughts? Mm, no, no, I don't. No. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, stay safe out there, everyone. <laughs> keep uh, keep wearing your masks and uh, trying to get through this lousy pandemic that we are still in. All right. Thanks for listening. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.